Hello, Matthew here with the Tractor Beam Comics Review on the Ion Cannon Podcast, part of the Star Wars Underworld Podcast Network. Two books for you this week. First of all, Darth Vader, number 27, written by Greg Pak, with art by Rafael Yanko, and uh, cover by Raza, really interesting cover. Also great, uh, great variant by Giuseppe Camincoli. Check those out. The alliance between Darth Vader and Sabe has always seemed de- destined for disaster. After all, how long can the Dark Lord of the Sith and the idealistic handmaiden of Padme Amidala find common ground? So as Vader and Sabe enter the final battle against the corrupt Imperial Governor, something's going to break. Will it be Vader's cold resolve or Sabe's true heart? And how long until Ochi of Bastoon finally makes his move? So it's interesting to pick up after last issue where nothing really happened. Vader kind of got lost in a in a sandstorm, and we looked back on all his memories of Anakin and uh, you know the memories of hating sand and and Padme and uh, I mean not so much Sabe in there, but you know the the memory of Anakin coming to the fore just in time for uh, for Sabe, the handmaiden of Padme. To actually recall an appeal to Padme's memory, uh, this is this issue number twenty-seven. You know, two things that I find interesting. It, it, most importantly, a third crack in the mask. Uh, we got Ahsoka in uh, the siege, not the siege of Endor, in, in Twilight, Twilight of the Apprentice. Yeah, Twilight of the Apprentice, and then uh, in Star Wars Rebels, and then of course Kenobi, the other half of the mask in in Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, the you know the the identity the the interestingly we always see the eyes of Anakin coming through, uh, both the the closer you know iterations of Ahsoka and Obi Wan of course half of his face comes through but uh, yeah with Sabe gets to see an eye right Anakin peering through this Anakin's soul peering through this shell that the dark side has tried to construct around him this failed attempt to forget him, uh, constantly breaking through until, of course, uh, coming up. And just who knows what timeline this is or, or, or how long the timeline is here, but uh, everything is moving towards Luke to help me take this mask off. And, of course, uh, and, and so, well, I'll say, so this confirms what I had hoped for Sabe's role in this Darth Vader comic being primarily i mean of course the stuff with crimson dawn and the rebel alliance and all that but primarily she is a connection to padme that uh that vader has lost anakin has lost that uh will haunt vader and and will constantly bug him and pester him remind him of of anakin and remind the galaxy of anakin's existence and uh you know it, it was really uh really profound because of course Luke, uh, the the son of Padme, is the only one who can ultimately uh, help Vader take his mask off, help Anakin return, and yeah, so that again, incredibly profound moment. Um, you know, again, moving towards yeah the the where this whole you know story is going, of course, with the Skywalker saga. Um, another interesting thing that came up is is. Uh, just internally in terms of hidden empire at the end was uh was the fa- this realization link you'll miss it that imperial governor was getting orders from from the emperor darth sidious himself palpatine that guy uncle sheev uh that's that's really fascinating leads a lot of speculation to who is actually maybe even controlling crimson dawn is this yet another test for vader um 
who knows what the hidden empire then is because I mean, that's got to be a moment that Charles Soule, you know, I know Greg Pak wrote this comic, but there got to be a moment that Charles Soule is aware of, is is weaving in, working in. And so uh, more intriguing, uh, more intriguing things happening there. All right. Moving on to Hyperspace Stories number two by Cecil Castellucci and with art and cover art by Toronto's own Megan Wong. Waiting, de- uh, wait, waiting a long time for this comic. I'm glad it came out. Um, great to see Megan, a caller friend of the pod, uh, yeah, uh, getting getting her due, getting her time to. I think this is the second book she's uh, comic she's done the art for. Of course, she also does write stories in in her creator own comics. But Cecilia Castellucci doing a great job on this as well. After the destruction of the Death Star, the Rebel Alliance searches desperately for a safe haven to escape from the iron grip of the Galactic Empire. Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa investigate a mountainous world that could prove useful as a new base, only to discover all is not as it seems. On the run from Imperial Stormtroopers, Luke and Leia must make a perilous trip across an unforgiving landscape if they are to escape capture, or worse, at the hands of the Empire. Yeah, and, and again, it is, this is an all-ages comic hyperspace stories, is the Dark Horse line connected to Star Wars Adventures, but they're, I guess they're not necessarily using that line that title as much anymore uh yeah and this was a fun adventure really really wonderful to see luke and leia show their concern for the common ordinary people of the galaxy uh show their and their ability even as they're you know they're easily able to try and cross that mountain and come to the other side of that and and how uh in, in this time in the galaxy this is a wider political point you know people trying to stay neutral trying to keep their head down some of them are. Everyone is ultimately forced to choose sides, even in these small moments. Uh, you know, this is it was a kids' comic and, and a very exciting adventure for an all or all ages. I will say it was odd that there was a lot of dialogue, but I, I wonder if that is again because it's all ages and kids. Maybe younger readers need to, not kids. I mean, you know, junior high. I don't quite know who what the target audience for this is, but maybe they need to be led through things more explicitly, and that's. Fair enough. I gotta say, you know, Megan's art was 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 pretty neat, pretty cool. It had this indie feel. Um, and of course, she does create her own com- create her own comics as well. Uh, Leia's oversized headbands was, was definitely very clearly stylized. But uh, like with these hyperspace stories, uh, like hyperspace stories number one, the art style definitely captures the fun sense of adventure that these comics are meant to draw younger readers into and say how, how great comics can be. So uh, definitely looking forward to number three coming out. Uh, not, not too soon. I think in November. And then of course uh, the rest of the comics we got next week. So, but for this week, that is what the tractor beam dragged in. What did you think of Sabe's appeal to Padme's memory or Luke and Leia's commitment to the ordinary people of the galaxy. Let us know on Twitter or Instagram at IronCannonPod. As uh, as alluded to next week, we've got Dr. Afra number 24 by Alyssa Wong, or by Minkyu Jung, covered by Ricky Yagawa. Han Solo and Chewbacca number 6 by Mark Guggenheim, with art by David Messina and covered by the great Phil Noto. Pop by your local comic book shop for physical copies of the books I reviewed today and for next week's comics. If digital is more your speed, then click the links in the description below and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and, and to the Iron Cannon. Sorry, 
bit of the notes got mixed up there for after that uh as always please like and subscribe to the ion cannon and star wars underworld youtube pages and follow us on spotify and apple podcasts and on twitter and instagram again at ion cannon pod e-y-e-o-n-c-a-n-p-o-d and keep it locked on the full ion cannon podcast live on the star wars underworld youtube channel also on our twitch twitch feed uh twitch stream and our twitter account coming to you this and every monday 5 p.m pacific 8 p.m eastern and then of course right here on spotify and apple podcasts until then happy reading